This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Charlotte Chung and Fred Tatashore. And you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, Blizzard delays Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 again. Netflix officially enters the gaming world. And in our final stage, I review the very long-awaited Super Robot Wars 30 for the Nintendo Switch Japan. And for the first time in the U.S. on PC. All this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select Start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Welcome back to another game-filled episode of Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. This is going to be a very fun episode, especially for me, because I get to finally review a game that I've been dying to play for literally the course of 30 years, and that is Super Robot Wars, which is a collaboration of different publishers and game publishers, and also anime you know, companies coming together to create this epic mecha extravaganza, if you will. Like, this is the crossover of all crossovers one of the original crossovers as well because you know before there was games like project cross zone this uh you know final fantasy dissidia snk versus capcom even super smash brothers it was super robot wars or tizen if i'm if i'm correct that really brought it all together and this is a collaboration of many different mecha anime series coming together to create this one you know climatic type of story that involves everybody together fighting together against these major threats and this is a tactical rpg game that is like i said it's been dating back since 1991 and i never got a chance to play this game because of the idea that one this is an import game and normally yes i do talk about the fact that i do buy imports all the time and i do buy i do make sure that i find or buy or get the translations of this but super robot wars is such a deep deep game full of you know rich content and deep content and dialogue for that matter there's no way i'd be able to it's it's just no way it's just way too much content in this game for me to want to get a faq or stuff like that because of because of the complexity of the game three 30 years later Bandai Namco decides to bring this uh, out for the PC and also the Nintendo Switch. Unfortunately, it's not out for the Nintendo Switch in the US. It is out in Japan and other Northern Asia territories in Europe as well. However, doesn't mean that the US is not without getting it because I have it. I, as I've been talking about for weeks, I managed to have a Japan account and because of 
the fact that the Nintendo Switch is region free, I'm able to play various imports from Japan and, you know, be able to download and play them at will. I did the same thing when I reviewed the um, the other Bandai Namco game, Common Rider Memory of Heroes, which is another awesome game. Bandai Namco, I got to say, they get things right. They, they're more, they're more hit than miss with games. And this is why I still hang on with them and support this company because when they, when they really want to do something right, they really do it right. And they really, especially when it pertains to anime or something that's based in Japan, they really get it done right. And, um, I'm looking forward to reviewing and talking about this game in our final stage. But before that, we have some news to talk about here and we're going to start off with Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, I should say, um, has decided to delay Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4. Uh, I believe this, I, I could be wrong, but this may, is this not like the second delay or something from either or game? Could be wrong, but nonetheless, they're delaying the game. And guess what? This is a good thing because if they feel that they can add more to the quality of the game, I have no problem with this at all. You know, we have we should have learned our lesson way back with Marvel Avengers. And then also, for that matter, um, especially Cyberpunk 2077, that these developers need to be patient as possible. Now, granted, they do risk the idea of the game being irrelevant or not as popular or losing the momentum of popularity that they had when they were coming out. You know, because, you know, they're doing too much and they're taking too long sometime. Things, you know, move on. And, you know, this is this genre, this 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 uh, FPS genre in particular for Overwatch set a standard. And as time goes by, we get new games, we get new style of games, we get new games that gain more interest of fans and gamers out there. So you do stay out for too long. You kind of get lost in the dust and just just the same thing goes to the music industry too it's like if you're an artist and you tend to stay out for way too long like way longer than you're supposed to new artists come new songs come new styles of music come and you kind of get lost in the dust and, and when you come back it's not the same world that you're in because it's ever changing and, and rapidly changing like that so you do have to be careful with situations like that now some games in as well some music stand the test of time and depending on how you create this experience and how you do things it really plays a factor so when you come back you have to come back very strong and hard you know i think overwatch 2 and diablo 4 are the two games that can absolutely do that especially if you make it as fun as what you're we're accustomed to and give us a little bit more which it looks like they're doing right now so i don't mind this at all I think of all the companies that can do it as Blizzard, despite even everything that they've been going through right now. Uh, so we'll see. It just depends. Let's, let's, what they need to do is to stop getting into controversial situations right now and, you know, just stick to gaming and creating a more, uh, a morale environment. The moral and ethics can need to stick to everything and everything will be fine. So, but in the recent earnings report, uh, that the company announced that the two anticipated sequels will be delayed to allow developers to create ongoing support for the upcoming titles. Again, if it's a means to make it quality, I'm all for it. That's that's good. Um, Blizzard has experienced some 
recent ups and downs in the company um in particular uh they claim to have reached a milestone uh which is good news with the development of overwatch 2 uh but they are also on in the midst of an ongoing lawsuit as well uh as the firing of previous diablo 4 director louis uh louis uh barriga i believe his name is uh in that company was in that company i should say uh as for now both games are aiming for a 2022 release so we will see i you know it's, it's crazy because um you know dating back to when i hosted the live overwatch panel at keystone comic-con in 2019 um you know we didn't talk about the idea of this game but they you know fred tatashore and uh and charlotte chung they knew that people were wondering about that and honestly because i wasn't into the game as much as everybody else i didn't bother to ask about that and i'm pretty sure even if i did i knew that that question would have been asked many a time so and it's and even furthermore they're not the two people that i need to ask about that because they're the actors in the game playing characters they're not the developers they wouldn't know that information anyway so i probably wouldn't even ask that question i and i never understand when like people who like interviewers ask questions like that because they're not the people that you would ask they here's the thing for those who don't know whenever i get a guest on these shows and I, you know they're part of a project or, or, or a bigger project whether it be game or anime or whatever like that the companies the publishers the developers the studios don't necessarily tell them anything or if they do they have a non-disclosed agreement not to say anything so you can ask the question but nine chances out of ten expect them to say i don't know or i cannot say so it's just one of those things is like sometimes it's not really worth asking these questions because you don't need a crystal ball to predict the obvious sometimes you're not just going to get that question sometimes they really don't know until they know because they have to be very careful not to get anything leaked um when they get an nda they have they they have to keep tight lip like i don't want i like I, i'm a fan of these of these like developers and game developers and actors and all this stuff i don't want them to get fired because i want a scoop you know what i'm saying like getting a scoop if they provide it that's fine but like dude it, i i want to continue to be a fan of these people you understand i'm not gonna you know for the sake of me getting extra listens or whatever like that i most of my content and my guests on the show is to have fun if they can talk about it they can talk about it if not you know we'll find out soon enough you know but nonetheless and i've had some you know people who gave some great review you know reveals on this show on this platform and i'm grateful for it but at the end of the day i'm just glad that they're on the show <laughs> okay or i'm at, i'm glad that i'm able to you know have these one-on-one -on -one moments with these people and and these guests and these great talented people and such so I, I really tend not to mention any of that stuff if I don't have to or if I feel like I can't, you know, because you, you play it by air. You just play it by air at times. So, but I, the question did, they did bring up the question. I didn't bring it up, but in at the time, they didn't have any information. It didn't like, I think a month or so later, they announced that this game was coming out and you know we started getting more information about it and everything i am very i am looking forward to playing overwatch 2 more than anything i still haven't played one diablo game yet because i'm still trying to figure out 
is this the type of game I want to play? And I don't necessarily play every game. I'm not a every game fan. Like there's some games that I've will venture into because I am I have some interest, but other games it's like I know this is not for me. And that's what I love about video games, anime, comics, and all this stuff. There's something for everybody, and not everything has to be for everybody. So I I just love when when I tell people I haven't played the Uncharted game series yet, they get into this that that situation of like, oh my God, you're not in the know or you're not in part of the you know the crowd? No. Like no, I, I, I respect the Uncharted series. I, I respect it, you know, its fandom and its popularity. I'm just, that's just not my type of game that I like to play. That doesn't mean the game is bad. That doesn't mean I don't like the game. I don't, doesn't mean that the game could be fun. It's just, that's not my deal. That's, you know, that's your deal and that's fine. You need to understand your, your insecurity needs to understand that I am allowed to not like what you like and that's okay. If you like something for the sake of wanting somebody else to like something, do you really like it? That's the question. So, but you know, Overwatch 2, even though I'm not an FPS fan like that, I did learn to love a lot of the things from it. For instance, the characters, the character design, the production value, the presentation that they provided. Um, and I'm looking forward to actually checking out the story mode version of Overwatch 2 because I think that was the biggest missing element of it. I felt like this was a great game, you know, for, even for FPS fans, even for casual fans, but it was missing. It, it felt hollow because it was missing so much to it. You wanted to create this universe with it, and they did in their own way, and they tried to be different and distinct. But at the end of the day, I think they even felt like, yeah, this game is losing story. We want more people to play this game. We want people to understand, to get immersed into the universe and get to know the characters in there. And we can't do that because you not you don't have everything in one package. If you want to learn about the story, you had to watch the video packages. And not every, you know, if you're a casual fan, you don't, you may not understand or know about the video, you know, shorts, you know, movie shorts that they did for the game. A lot of times you would have all that in the game. Um, and you would just be in a gameplay and it's like, okay, they have these cool characters. I want to know more about them. It's not all in one, one, all in one plate. And I guess for them, it was like, okay, now we need to, we need to go back into formula and do this the way that it was meant to be. So I am looking forward to this game and I'm looking forward to the offline features that they have in this game. It just needs to be fun for everybody. And I felt like the first one as great as it was and game changing it was it just wasn't for everybody and if you really want to grab more money and more people you got to make it for everybody you got to also make it offline i i can't stand the idea that this thing's an online base this is the whole cloud thing over again i can't stand this cloud thing i as much as i praise guardians of the galaxy last week for the switch again at the end of the day you gotta the fact that you gotta rely on online um based you know bandwidth and all this stuff just to play the game irks me to high hell i hope that and i don't believe that's the case for diablo and i hope they don't do that to uh, diablo i don't like the idea that everybody's trying to because as gamers not only as gamers but as consumers we need to really use critical thinking and to understand how these developers and companies are you know structuring the way we play video games you have to think like this 
if they move everything on the online and we're paying the same amount of money for to play these games online where we can't play them all the time unless we're online and we're living in a world in a country where the bandwidth is not nearly as good as what it could be or should be that's a problem that's a problem and guess what we're to blame not them because they can bring it out we are the ones that pay that money so if we don't like the idea that these games are only can be played if you have a good bandwidth and then we travel to hotels and different places and all the stuff where the bandwidth and an internet connection is not that strong but we pay 59.99 for these games or even more than that to play these games that we can't keep on or play offline that's not their fault that's us they provided it we could we can easily say no we don't want this we want an offline experience we want great quality that we could play offline that's us that is not them you know i don't i don't fault them except for the fact that they thought about this business strategy and you know we're just gullible enough to go through it <laughs> and, and 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 pay the money for it so you know i, I can tell you this I, I again i praise guardians of the galaxy i gave it a b last week but it'll probably be the last cloud-based game i will ever buy for that amount of money especially um i will in no way shape or form buy another cloud-based game like that again and i say this and i'm probably going to get overwatch 2 anyway i will i will say this now overwatch 2 based on because of my affiliation association with that game this is the only game i will probably get that may or may not be fully offline or online base for that matter i should say so that may be the other one but as far as all these other online reliant games i i'm not messing with it i'm, I'm just not i hate the idea i hate this idea that you're playing a game that you can't that you, you don't have freedom to own and play it's just ridiculous i remember um dc universe when that came out i i loved the idea of that game i wanted to play that game the fact that jim lee's art style was heavily in this game it was a reason for me wanting to play and when i found out that they were charging you a monthly fee like they did with the uh i forgot the other superhero game uh I, that they they came out as well they did the same thing and all these pc games they were doing monthly charges and all this stuff and i was like hey there's no way in hell i'm gonna play a monthly game of whatever price that they charge it because i did the math and i'm like dude i could buy like two or three games about in the amount that they're charging me to play one game and even furthermore if i got used games i would be able to get a lot more plus accessories or whatever so no no way in hell and this is a they're going to be a game experience that i'm gonna play that's consistent if i played that game for as long as they expected me to play there would be no show there would be no show because that's all i'll be playing you know or be a show based on that it's just not i i no. there's too many games out there to enjoy and play for me to just put all my you know ducks in a barrel whatever type of saying that you want to put to that nature all you know all the food in the pot or whatever so that's not a good deal 
So again, I you know I'm looking forward to seeing how Blizzard is gonna you know get this done and troubleshoot and everything that they have going on there, as well as the damage control that they have to do, and hopefully the damage control will stop. We'll see, because they got a lot going on, harassment, lawsuits, and all that stuff. So we'll we'll see. Um, in the meantime, we have Netflix, one of the best streaming networks out now has a gaming service that is along with it we talked about this for quite a while they announced that they were going to do this it is officially here unfortunately not for everybody not yet at least the service uh just launched it is available now in over 190 countries including here in the u.s netflix provides games uh mobile games right now which includes stranger uh things 3 and many more Right now, they're all focusing on mobile games that you can play on your phone. However, only those with an Android phone or tablet can get access to this uh, streaming app. This service will require you to already have a subscription. Uh, and it is the great part about this is that there is no additional fees. There is no ads that will be running through the gameplay or this is my favorite. No in-app purchases or microtransactions. So they claim. And I hope that is the case because that is the reason why I stopped playing. I used to when when mobile games first came out, when I first got my first smartphone or, you know, iPhone, I've never gotten anything else but an iPhone. When I got the iPhone for the first time, discovered mobile games, I thought it was just an awesome freaking idea until, you know, Smurf Village was probably my first game experience and everybody's first game experience. And it was also my first experience in that purchasing as well. But also, I seen the flaws in it long before. You know, I remember remember Smurf Village came out and all the kids were playing it, and they were like, a lot of kids were like buying up their parents, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, accounts because their credit cards were connected with it and everything. So they were just like, I remember a kid spent like about ten grand, and in in uh in in that purchases from Smurf Village. And they got sued. Capcom created that game, if I'm correct, back then. And they got sued because they didn't, they didn't, you know, they were doing this knowingly that kids would be addicted to this whole thing. And this is what started all the old tire, you know, um, parental, you know, controls and everything for mobile games. And then they also just, you know, they started doing the the old arcade carny type of thing where like they made game games like Gameville or Game Evil, whatever they wanted to call themselves, were making games that were deliberately hard so you could keep forking in money to keep playing these games. And I caught on to it way too much. Um, Baseball Superstars was one of my favorite games on mobile. And because I love the character design, I love this over the top baseball game. It was fun, but I kept. The bad part is they never had any save memory. And then if the game glitched or crashed, your whole entire thing gets erased. All of the stuff that you ever paid for never came back. And when you try to, you know, get to, you know, tech support or customer support, you know, Gameville's made in China or Hong Kong or one of those other, you know, outer regions, they don't contact you. And it, infuriated me forever and i'm sure and i'm not the only one i'm sure many people have experienced this before so as much as i love and one of the best games that i played on mobile infinity blade because it was the first major 
game that came out for the iOS. Um, it wasn't a, there were DLC in there. They weren't, I mean, in, in that purchase in there, but it wasn't in a way that you, that, that you were be screwed. And there was like, it was cloud-based saved in there. The great part about it is that you can play the game so much more. You can easily beat the game. It was enjoyable. It was a different fighting game experience where you do swipe, you know, uh, like a swiping battle system. It was awesome. It was so awesome. I played all three games. I love the game. This is my first um, discovery of Kyle Baker as well and his performance in that game. And I was immediately a fan of this dude because of that game. Um, and it was awesome. And it was one of the games that made it actually legitimized. It helped legitimize mobile gaming. And then other games came after that, and it just wasn't the same. Even Marvel tried to take a crack at that style that Infinity Blade and Chair, which was the company's name that did. And I, unfortunately, that, that company, it, it it defunct. I remember they were supposed to do um, Infinity War, um, like a top-down um, roguelike game, and it never came to fruition. And I was so looking forward to playing that game, and then they got bankrupt or something like that to that nature and we never saw him again we never saw that game as well uh it, it was a, it was sad but you know the whole in-app purchase thing and the microtransactions and the loot crate thing it just it, it got overwhelming i hated it and did not see that like console games started is started to you know pra do that practice as well and it, i for a while it scared me and i'm glad that there's a pushback now with this whole entire thing because i don't i never like to practice I still don't understand how people are, you know, people in, in, in other countries are still buying it up. They're making a ton of cash from that. I think it's, it's a very unethical business uh, practice, if you ask me. Um, just I know and I know companies are trying to find better ways to, you know, grab more cash from us and everything. I just think that that's not it never was one of the things that I felt that was great it, at all. I, I just not, and I, maybe that's just me being old school like that, but I got some great experience playing games that didn't try to grab my pocket. And that's why I think this is one of the reasons why I appreciate Nintendo so damn much is because they still create games that is not trying to, you know, drain your pocket that you that you could get full great experience like Metroid Dread. That's the type of game. That I want to play a game that doesn't try to drain your pocket. A game, Guardians of the Galaxy too, because and I, and I compare Guardians of the Galaxy to that of Marvel Avengers. There is a huge contrast here. Marvel Avengers comes out with a game that has that which focus more on you buying up more content. Gameplay is second. Story, you know, and, and getting involved in the story mode second because there was a point that they weren't even going to uh give us the story mode and we demanded the story because otherwise what is the point of playing the game so now you're just playing the game just to play the online faction of it no not everybody wants to play online and they learned that lesson so they had to give us the story mode and they had to do other things so we had to play this game and give us an offline experience as well so they learned a valuable lesson from that but also there were a lot of glitches and bugs because they were trying to do all this. They were doing too much with the online factors and the online factors weren't working together and they rushed it out and everything. And it, it became a disaster at first. And now they finally got it back to where it need to be. 
then we get Guardians of the Galaxy like last week. A game that, one, nobody knew about. Two, it was tremendous from start to finish. I had, you know, in terms of bugs and glitches, 99% in comparison to uh, less glitches or bugs or whatever, or collision sections or anything. Anything that, everything that I experienced from Marvel Avengers, totally different from Guardians of the Galaxy in every way and even furthermore this was a you know if you depend on like if you played on the xbox or the playstation it's an offline experience it's a single player experience there's no online thing and i hope that they stick that way that, that things can change later on but i love the way the game plays and you know in terms of you know some of the best marvel games guardians of the galaxy is right up there with spider-man and spider-man miles morales as i mentioned last week so, you know, I hope in the next generation of gaming that we get rid of like the Google Stadia's and any of those streaming, you know, it's not to say that they don't work, but if anything, like PlayStation Now, Xbox Live, I don't mind that because it's a monthly fee that you're playing multiple games or as many games as you want as you can play in. That's fine. But one game that's offline nah i can't not with that no not a, no way in hell no way in hell so last bit of news i want to mention because if you're a dragon ball xenoverse fan you should be happy if you don't know or if you haven't played dragon ball xenoverse in quite some time i know there actually is some hardcore people that are still playing this game more than anything despite the fact there are some awesome other games out right now dragon ball xenoverse uh is releasing a new legendary pack you're still making content for this game and i you know i'm i'm not mad at that i am kind of mad that they are adding so much online play to this game no which i felt was a great experience but they are adding more content to this game an update will release today uh in preparation of the new pack on friday so you should be able to um it should be downloadable right now or by at least 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And um, what is it in Pacific? Nine, what is it? Um, three o'clock in, um, in the Pacific Standard Time there. But they usually get it a little bit earlier too. This will include all new story and all new storied quests, new parallel quests, as well as some new moves and skills, outfits, and characters, including full power Jiren, Kale, Khalifa, uh it, in super both in super saiyan 2 uh mode and gogeta from uh, dragon ball super uh, i believe brawly if i'm correct so the pack itself will sell for 7.99 us they will have a bundle pack that will include another two characters that are already released um i believe biken was one and i forgot the other guy from jaren's group uh the guy with the uh the hugely tall guy with the big mustache was at it uh recently i got those two and uh the characters that were already released for those who didn't get it will be added on there and i believe that is 14.99 or 19.99 I, I forgot the um total for that us but they will be available along with everything here my only hope is that because i was i remember when um the kai the uh, ultimate kai of time was released as a playable character 
you had in order for you to get it you had to play this online tournament this this story where this tournament came by the tournament storyline was atrocious like there were some people who were able to play it because they already been non-stop playing so this this whole entire update packet that they had was totally it was free by the way it was totally catered for those who have been playing consistently and their love their their level is like up to the wazoo so when they play this game it may not be a big deal for them but for people like myself and others which is probably a higher percentage of people who haven't played this game in a while comes back into this game and it was so hard to play because the idea is that you get the first part of the tournament was a battle royal and you're playing with all these people who were supposed to be like the same level as you but they seem to be a little bit more stiff like i mean they could have nerfed that down majorly and they didn't so i got extremely frustrated i never got the the i never got to unlock that character through this free update so i'm hoping now that i'm I, I will be investing in this pack i'm praying that the story is awesome like the other ones have for me i, I actually like the other stories and that it will be a fairly easy or fairly playable story because i don't like the fact that they're catering to this hardcore group and not catering to the casual groups that came in and, and played this game I, I i think that's just a dumb way to go you're turning away the casual people from enjoying this game as much as the hardcore people i don't think they should i think they should cater to everybody in this case so i'm hoping that's the case because i really do enjoy the dragon ball xenoverse is one of my favorite dragon ball games up until they started adding so much to it and doing so much and then adding the the loot crates and the microtransactions that's when it fell off for me when they started doing that um i just have not been a fan of that aspect but the actual story mode to it and when it first came out it was actually such a great game and it, it just feels like they're just trying to juice it for what it's worth and there are other people also who are saying like okay we got so much from this can we get dragon ball xenoverse 3 now and i'm not mad at that either i would love for them to do that as well and do it without adding loot crates i'm like i'm tired of the loot crates i'm tired of the microtransactions i'm tired of it all um i like i don't mind the dlcs the extra characters and stuff like that i don't mind that i don't i do mind it when they charge way too much for it some of them can like i i, I keep going back to dead or alive i i still don't understand who in the hades is paying for those dlc packs like whoever's paying for those dlc packs so those scantily clad outfits like respect i respect your per, your, your your perverse or perversity or whatever the hell i could call your perverse nature i guess but you may need to get some help <laughs> you may need to get some help on that note but yeah it's all coming tomorrow i'm ho i I'm, I'm i hate i usually should be excited about this i'm a little bit skeptic but i'll find out and i'll talk about it next week what i think and if they if it's if it's the same bs that it was with the you know um the supreme kaya time you know um deal i'm just gonna completely end my relationship with xenoverse in terms of investing any more money into this um this game because at this point it's like they're just catering to the hardcore and they're just i i this is the part where bandai you know this is the i talked about the hit or miss with bandai this is one of those misses you know 
I, this is one of those things that gets on my nerves. So hopefully that's not the case. Um, the other thing too, the other probably missed too, is that they tend not to give us everything. And that's when it's going to segue off to this segment and go on to our final stage. So um, it's time to take a break as I will go into our final stage and talk about one of the misses, but also one of the biggest hits called Super Robot Wars 30. And I'll talk about why there's a hit or miss to that. We'll do that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! We have reached the final stage of this program, and I am happily here to review Super Robot Wars 30 for the Nintendo Switch. Able to play it through my Japan account, and with a region-free system, I can play it easily along with my other games that I have in my system. Remember, I have also reviewed Kamen Rider Memory of Heroes, which is only in Japan as well. Also created and developed and published by Bandai uh, Namco. And when I talked about in the other segment, the hits or misses, with Bandai Namco, this is one of the misses because games like Kamen Rider, Super uh, yeah, Memory of Heroes, and this game, which may not ever see the light of day in the US, despite the fact there is English text in here. There is an option for English text from the door. In fact, it's even crazier because this game for the Nintendo Switch, which is only selling in Japan right now, when you start the game, it immediately just puts you in an English option. I don't know if that's because my settings are all in English, but it, that's what it did. And start to finish this game, every bit of it is in English text, English dialogue, everything. It is set. Why is this game not played in the US? I don't understand the reason for that. I don't know the answer. Nobody's got an answer about this. However, it is also playing on Steam for the US and PC. That is the only way US, well, one of the only ways US fans are able to get it. Because like I said, I'm able to get it. I have a Japan account. I was able to acquire it. I got, I went to playasia.com. I got a uh, 9,000 9, yen card from um, Japanese import card from Nintendo from there for the eShop. Uh, entered that code in, boom. Downloaded onto my set just as normal and I got it. So I can't tell you how long I have been waiting to play this game. And I have actually mentioned in the beginning of the show, to some extent, I've literally watched, you know, pictures, videos of every single version of this game dating back to two, it's 1991, 30 years ago, 
and has never seen the light of day in the U.S. until now. It is all worth the wait. I mean, not every, I mean, no, I, it's, trust me, it is so awesome. This game is a lot of fun, um, for, especially if you're a, you know, a fan of um, RTS or tactical um, strategy based games or tactical RPG games, I should say. This game, and I like games like, you know, Des Gaia, Final Fantasy Tactics, uh, Fire Emblem. I think I, as much as I love this guy, I didn't, the recent this guy is six. I feel like that fell flat and that's why I never reviewed. I actually have the game, but it was, it just felt flat for me. Um, it was, trust me, it was a great game. It was a, it's, it's a, it's a solid, it's as solid as you could make for a tactical, um, RPG game or, or RTS game. If you, I, I guess they stopped calling it real time strategies, I guess, and just call it tactical RPGs. But something about the game fell flat this game however i am enjoying this game so like i'm so into this game um oh this game is just it is tremendous so super robot wars 30 celebrates the 30th anniversary of the uh, tactical rpg series that dates back to 1991 the game consists of legendary characters and mecha or mechanical robots in the history of anime like this 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 is to anime mecha anime as super smash brothers is to you know all of the iconic video game characters this is pretty much before like like i said if you played games like crossover games like project cross zone which kind of is a a slightly similar kind of gameplay to this as it but it does play a little bit differently in terms of the battle system uh but project cross zone celebrates like a whole all video game characters as well in their own way and, and, and using the tactical rpg type of format uh you got final fantasy decidia which gathers all of the characters from every final fantasy in the world there snk versus capcom which has the best of snk going up against the best of you know capcom in there and then you also have super smash brothers but before all of those super robot wars is one of the originals it's like one of the og crossovers that you had in there because none of those games came like none of those games came to pass until this one came but you know only people who buy and play imports like i do know about this game series but like i said the only reason why i never invested in playing these games because the content is just extremely deep that's it it would i would take so much time reading what's going on in this game or trying to learn about this game then i would be that i would play in it because the content and everything is so deep and if you play any tactical rpg game then you know how deep these games can be and how complex these games can be so i just opted out from playing this game i always opted out because i want some games some import games even though the the, the languages the you know the actual language is different there's you know in terms of you know gameplay they could be universal fighting games are the best in uh to play you know when it comes to import games because you don't necessarily have to learn or understand everything you could kind of you know pick up as you go along but the the gameplay the 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 move sets and everything are all universal in that case not everything you could play in import like brawlers all that stuff that's easy 
that's all easy to play and you can pick up on a storyline from that point on or some of them with the dialogue is so it's not that deep so you can kind of you know pick up things fairly easy not this game this is not one of those games the story takes players into an amalgamated world that is set in various timelines uh within various anime shows uh in its core is a band of teens commanding a, a semi-titan warship on a quest to save earth from alien armies and kaiju threats known as uh zen zenskari and uh wagaru and the teen force which is named by the players like you the players um align themselves with other forces from shows like mobile suit gundam uh masinger z masinger z infinity which recently came out and i just watched that awesome awesome anime i highly recommend that it's on funimation i'll talk about that uh, another time code geese um sss gridman brave police j decker magic knight ray earth I mean, just and and many, 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 many more. There's about characters, about 22 different anime characters within 22 um, anime series in here. Like if uh, dating back to the 80s to recent, and it, it's a deep, 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 deep amount of um, characters in here. It's so deep. And then added on to that, you have your own as well. I still wish they would have gotten like G Gundam characters in here you know what it was very interesting is the fact that of all characters never to make it onto super robot war series at all is voltron any of the voltron not just not the not the lions not the vehicles and not the other ones that nobody knows about either there were three voltron uh characters that came out and none of them has ever made it to the series it's it's i find it very interesting that this has never happened but nonetheless we got it it's here and um the results lead to one of the most cinematic climatic and epic tactical rpg uh, rpg games ever in the game you choose between a male or female character again with the player you the player i should say naming them as they set out to pilot this awesome looking uh, mech known as the pt triple x or aka the huckleben 30 which is a humanoid weapon developed by the xenogenic x factor x type project this is totally uh japan <laughs> so let's talk about the pros and the cons and believe it or not there is a con here a it's i mean it's not many cons but there's one that i felt that it was you know i wish they wouldn't have done but we'll talk about it the pros complex a yet very fun complex system at first you get you know if you never played a a uh tactical rpg before i would say this is a good starter because the great part about this game is that they have they give you the option of doing a beginner's you know option to a more challenging difficulty level and i like that because they really help people get in to having having fun with this they want people to enjoy the story they want people to learn more about how to play this game properly so what the beginners deal i like does is that it gives you hints of thing of how to play this game so i think that that's a pretty awesome and i'll i'll talk about that again soon but um it, it's it's complex does not mean that it is difficult to play 
It just means there's a lot to cover within this game. But once you really get into the game more and more, it is a lot of fun because I thought it was like it's going to be overwhelming for me. It really wasn't. And the more I started playing, the more I would pick up on things as I gradually go on and start learning more things on how to play this game and how to be more strategic. So I may even get into a point where I want to maybe challenge myself now and go for upper level to see how strategic I can be. And this game is pretty much a game of chess. Tactical RPG games are literally chess games in a whole different type of form and a whole different look. It'll make you think. It'll help you. It'll allow you to, you know, use critical thinking. It allows you to be more cognitive. That's why I like playing these games. Um, you know, if they go this direction, you probably need to go this direction in order to, you know, overcome them. You might need to have somebody to support you along the way. And you got a support system, whereas you come at where they come at you. And basically your character that's next to you will guard your way or take the hit. And I actually love that. Or if you're next to that character, you will be able to, you know, attack your enemy, uh, provided that your hit percentage is up as you know more than the actual opponents they have a hit percentage comparison so if you have a hit percentage that is say 89 percent when your character is at like 17 percent, you will have a better chance of um your attack hitting that opponent than your opponent hitting you if your opponent's attack percentage or hit percentage is very low chances are you will dodge that attack or they will dodge you if their percentage is higher than yours. Now, if you want, if your opponent's hit percentage is higher than yours, you have a way of getting over that by using one of your spirit, you know, uh, your spirit items that can possibly change the dynamic of everything. If you use a, a particular one that is, uh, I guess, focus, if you will, I'll use that as an example. You have a focus item that you use and you enter that in and you use that for your particular character, it'll change the dynamic of your hit percentage. So you will all of a sudden have sometimes a hundred percent hit percentage, and then it'll take away your opponent's uh, ability to zero, meaning they will not be able to hit you at all. You'll be able to maneuver over them. Meanwhile, you will be able to hit them and you have to decide whether when is a good time to use th those items, because it could be, I would I always suggest using those items when you get your, enemy or your opponent uh hp gauge down to a certain minimum where the next where you're powerful enough that your next attack will take him out completely so there is always going to be different ways of being able to attack and like i said it's complex but it's not totally difficult and the more you play the more you'll pick up on things and the more you'll see more things do um the leveling up system is also pretty awesome as well uh, it takes time because as you go through the story mode, and I also recommend that you listen to the story, I mean, to the recommendations of, uh, chapters and, and, and stages that they, that you play, because if you play a stage that is that you're not, you're and you don't have the squad that's powerful enough to play against that, that stage, you're going to get whipped, even if you're on beginner's mode. So if they put, have, if they have something on the, in the UI that says recommended, you listen to it <laughs> okay especially if you're not powerful if your power level if your group level is not that powerful highly recommend it but the leveling system is great too um you level up each character and unfortunately you have to earn each stage that you beat you earn more 
points to level up your characters and your warships and everything that goes along and your your mechs and all this stuff it takes time to do that because you every to each stage you'll get a new member added onto your squad whatever squad you name it or whatever like that and the replay value continues here there's so much to do in this game it's so awesome it is so freaking it is a lot of fun <laughs> i can't stress uh how much fun this game is and how more immersed i am than any tactical rpg that i've ever played even i love this guy and i love fire emblem i think this one has everything i love in this one i love robots i love anime and all of them are animes but this is more my genre this is more up my alley and i love project cross um zone too don't get it twisted Pro project cross zone one and two probably my second favorite and then fire Emblem, my third this guy would probably be my fourth um in that in that in that exact order so um like the more you play the more you get hooked pretty much there too and again the fact that this is all in english for the first time ever thank you bandai namco even thank you nintendo for making your system region free allowing us to you know go into the forbidden door if you will for wrestling fans out there um and be able to acquire these beautiful imports they get they understand their hardcore fans they understand that there are fans out there like myself who want to go out of their way to get these imports so instead of actually having to go to play asia and all the stuff get the physical copies they'll allow us to get it there so thank you we appreciate you and we love you for that so um this is great for anime core mecha um fans as well as fans that may not be like totally invested in these uh popular characters but are curious about it they provide a ton of information and content that allows you allows new players to learn more about the characters in the game and the, and the, and the anime shows that they're involved in again i love this stuff um i love games when they, i love games that do that i love this a lot um all of the games that i mentioned does that too um you know project cross zone you know for those who like play that game but don't know about every single game character in there decidia final fantasy decidia everybody except for snk versus capcom they because that's a fighting game they format things differently there but you know super smash brothers too if you want to learn more about other video game characters that are in the game they have like a glossary and you know information a bio and all this all these things where they came from what shows that they're involved with i will give you another example of a game uh j star victory versus plus also does that they they do a great job like you know that's why i love that game more than i did you know um jump force because jump force is so hollow is a hollow version of what j star victory versus plus if you're an anime fan there was i i started watching a bunch of anime uh because of j star um victory versus plus like like toriko for instance toriko i did not know about toriko until i played that game and because they provided a bunch of information about that game and it made me like okay i may want to check this game out and i love that anime because it's ever since so this is another one there may be some anime some mecha anime that i've never ventured through before that i've made now so like i said i've recently watched Gal um yeah what is it uh what's the one just the one that i want to go see um masinger masinger uh z infinity which is on funimation insanely awesome one of the best mech anime mecha animes i've watched since giant robo 
enough said. So, um, but you got all the information. So if you're not familiar with these guys, they will help you become more familiar with them. And they have some old school anime dating back to the eighties and the seventies that is in this game. And you know, the presentation of this game too is also just phenomenal. So, I mean, you get so rewarded with so many great cinematic action scenes during the gameplay. I can't even tell you. And they did a great job. Not only just giving you these cinematic epic scenes when you, you know, decide to whatever, you know, skill or act or, or attack that you're going to do, but they went overboard and make sure that each experience is significant and intricate than the, than the last and, and, and distinct by basically if the story permits you to go up against a certain character, the conversation changes within it. You know, a lot of times when you play these tactical RPGs, they're saying the same dialogue, the same comments, the same battle cries, everything. Not this one. They go out of their way. And it's amazing because there's so much into this game that the discussions are different. No matter who, and it is no matter who you pick, you could pick a whole bunch of different you can pick your like your squad of 10 and they, they all have a different conversation that involves what's going on within the storyline and it's awesome this is it's so deep <laughs> and, and, and the presentation is so deep in continuity everything I mean, they do a great job uh a really great job with the anime presentation here i even like seeing some of the scenes like when you get to the um the the robots that form into one like the voltron the transformer like uh you know uh animes they will actually actually have game footage i mean anime footage of the formation of the robots and everything it's awesome and then adding you know uh what is the uh anime that they have um magic knight ray earth into this as well because yeah they have mechs them they're pretty much sailor moon but with mech uh robots and their animations is beautiful and it, I, I watching all this and just playing through it it draws me in i'm playing this game for hours on end and i'm just enjoying it and it's hard for me to put down because i want to i want to complete the entire stage and sometimes these when you actually play the actual battles the battles can start probably be from 15 to an hour of you battling these forces and everything and these tactical battles the good thing is you don't you're not getting stuck you could suspend the game in a suspend and when you suspend the game that just basically saves you your exact point if you want to stop and take a break or whatever like that and then you can immediately go back hit the continue button and it'll pick directly up where you left off but only if you suspend the game and save the game exactly where you're at so it, it's 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 a great game but it's hard to put down once you really get into it and it's the who's who of anime in there you like it's like literally the the mecha hall of fame but i still say it's not really until they get voltron in i think if they get voltron in it'll step the game even higher you get the voltron force in there man it is done so um the game's ability to maintain a story within a cinematic mode is just awesome so i mean it, i i can't stress that enough it's just one this is the one thing that i haven't seen from disgaea or pro well maybe cr project cross zone maybe have done that but not as deeply in detail as this game has like i they went to the extra uh miles for this i was just very surprised when i was reading off 
some of the story and the dialogue from the characters no matter who i pick it's like i could have picked somebody totally different the next time around in that same stage and they can have a totally different conversation based upon what's going on and just add that person to it and that's the thing too and that's i think i i really enjoy about it is that they make every character feel important and they it's not everybody's just not there just to be there like they they involve everybody into the story and that's what i love the auto scroll which is great to help uh it was great to help when you're going through these long periods of dialogue between characters and plots and trust me there's a lot of dialogue in here the game provides also helpful detailed hints as i mentioned um that not only how to play but how to win as well so i mean there's a there's a lot there and let's talk about that auto scroll thing because and why that's a great help because that leads in to the con here while i and i i totally applaud the entire game for its battle system and the, and the epic uh level of action that is in this game this thing is too dialogue heavy i mean the heart of the game is the battle itself however to get them you got to sit through a drawn out story where dozens of characters interact in long 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 conversation not i do enjoy some of it but after a while it's just like okay when do we get to the act this is not only this is a just a continuous problem i see with a lot of jrpgs with a lot of tactical rpg a lot of just let's just say it a lot of games that happen in japan it's just tons and tons of dialogue and content and story content that you got to sit through and i'm like and, and while i do enjoy my fair share of reading not when i'm playing video games i want i i want some storytelling but not so deep that it's just i'm sitting through as long as 10 minutes before i get to the battle and all that stuff as i mentioned you don't have the you do have the option to fast forward the, you know doing auto scroll and you can do like up to three speeds which just zooms right through or you can skip it entirely the problem there is that when you skip one spot it just goes into another scene that appears to has to do and you got to keep skipping and this just lead just creates a whole a level of tedium because it almost feels like that they they really do want you to read this, the dialogue and the story and everything which is great that it's just like okay i really want to get to the battle right now like at this point it's just like i'm i think less is more i think less is more and it'll help less dialogue helps you enjoy the characters a little bit more but they're just so talkative it's like okay just get to the let's, let's just get to the battle at this point so i skipped through at one point i skipped about three to four scenes in one chapter just to get to the battle so that it, it, it you know so to that it creates a sort you know that it's very tedious after a while just getting through that so i mean I get it the story and the story is not that engaging you know it's not that deep to really get into it's just them all coming together to team up to go against these aliens and that's it but there's no level of depth in this story that gets you engaged to want to read all that it's just after a while it's just like all right let's just get to the to the battle because once the battle and it's just that's all that matters um just get it just make it short and sweet conversations and it'll do greatly you know mass to the masses but overall that does not take away the overall 
game experience that I had with this game. I've waited 30 years to play this game and trust me, it was all worth the wait. The character design, the super deformed looking uh, mecha anime that I've in enjoyed looking at and watching in videos for years, I finally get to play this game and I understand why this game lasted for 30 years. This game is absolutely awesome. I would recommend this. If you do play on PC, this is a game that I highly recommend on PC. If you play on a Nintendo Switch and want to play this game on a Nintendo Switch, I would say it is definitely worth going out of your way to go through the methods that I went through to get this game. It is worth it. I enjoy I am enjoying the holy hell. This may be one of the best games that I played this year. The most, if not the most enjoyable uh, games I played this year. This is going to be in the list of the games that I'm rather going to recommend or I'm going to list as one of the best of 2021 bar none. So, you know, if you're a fan of, if you're an anime fan, if you're a Taku fan in particular, a Mecha anime fan, you cannot go wrong with Super Robot Wars 30. And not only that, you, it's been 30 years and it's finally hitting the US and you can still play it even on a Nintendo Switch. You just have to go a little bit extra to go about it. And guess what? I'm a fan of playing imports and finding imports and going out of my way to get the the hidden treasures out there so if you're if you're one of those people who like doing that this is one of those games you need to go out of your way to get in any means possible it is so much fun it is so awesome it is epic it is cinematic it is like it is ultimate that's the one word i can ever give it is ultimate so and if a, a game that is considered ultimate deserves an ultimate grade and for therefore this game gets an a plus so go anyway it's available now uh on the, in the u.s and hopefully i hope that by next year it'll come out for the u.s i i really do hope but i i wish i could say i was sure about that but it's 2021 i still have common writer memory of heroes that came out in japan but it's in english have not seen it yet i don't think we will not all of them do and that's just a reality and that's something that that's just, that's a bandai namco thing so far i haven't seen anybody else that has done it because um i also got the import version of persona 5 the the um that game that came out um strikers uh that came out last year it was no guarantee but they did come out with the english version and i like both of them i beat both of them so um it's no guarantee and, and again Persona 5 is not by Bandai Namco either. This seems to be a Bandai Namco situation that somebody, not all the games are going to come out for the system. It's just, that's just unfortunate, but we'll see. Fingers crossed on that. Folks, that will do it for this edition of Select Start. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope this, in, you know, maybe inspired you to want to get this game. Highly recommend it. Um, go out of your way and check it out. But next week i don't know what the hell i'm going to be checking out i actually may have a game or two that i uh, may check it out but we're also you know this is becoming a holiday season so things may be winding down a bit there may be some breaks coming just want to give that a little heads up there and um you know this is the time of the year to do it but this friday tomorrow i am going to see marvel's eternals um that is out that is that will be i think it's out now but i'm going to see it tomorrow on friday uh do hit the matinee and check it out i'll talk about that on sunday along with other news that has happened in our favorite fandoms so stay tuned for that um and the following weeks we'll uh we'll check out what's gonna happen there from there i and you know there's always something new 
so we'll stay tuned for that but thank you all who is continues to support this show and continue to uh listen to this show especially in the tumblr nation i feel so bad for you guys the tumblr uh community i should say is struggling right now because you know even though i have a link up there there are people who are hesitant to go on that link and check it out but please i do have a link now uh tumblr has provided a link they have not fixed this error yet where we can just play you know play the player like we used to they're in the midst of making a lot of changes in the site i don't know how long this is going to last but it's not to say that you don't have other options you could go to talktimelive.com check it out there like other people have uh so thank you for that you can also check it out on spotify iHeartRadio, apple podcast google podcast stitcher podbean tune in audible pocket cast and actually way way more places than i'm mentioning too if you google acmg presents talk time live on google you will see a bunch of different places that this show is on i just don't understand how they're in there but um they're playing on other formats as well so um you know there's not there's plenty of places for you to check out so go out of your way check it out it is absolutely uh, every way and any way to check out the show but thank you again for all the support and continued support that you have from there so folks that will do it for me on behalf of myself this is dax avery josiah saying learn to let go live life love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live i am out of here take care stay warm stay masked up and i'll chill with you on sunday take care Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.